What's good, everybody, and welcome to Moments with the Mobley. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. That's the church girl in me. Yeah. Oh, those blessings. Great day. What's going on, Mom? You. So let me tell y'all how my husband um had he was served for mother on Mother's Day weekend. I served him. Um, I think at some point in time, you know, maybe switch it up a little bit on the holiday. And instead of being served, you offer to serve your spouse. And so the man of God got him a, a foot peel on Saturday. Uh, I, um, found a nice little, uh, bucket and little pale, should I say? And uh, they had the little, uh, it's had a little packet to put the the powder in it. And um, he soaked his feet uh, for about twenty minutes, and then I had to wash his feet off. And then um, it came with these um, plastic. Uh, these these plastic it was the plastic foot bag so they were shaped like a foot and so I put his put it in his foot and then taped it around the ankle part so it could be secure and each one of these little footies or whatever you call them had this gel in it and he had to sit with those uh, on for about an hour took those off and then washed his feet off thoroughly and ta ta da da. And I also scrubbed them. We have a scrubber like they use at the nail salon. It's, it's, and a, so, it's a cheese grater. So let me, let well, me tell y'all. Well, cheese grater, but I had a scrubber too. So I'm going to tell you the different perspectives in this here. So I was supposed to been doing that for her. So I actually thought we had um, the man and the woman, the male and the female part of it. And she said, no, we do have on this side, but just this on this. I was like, all right, well, let me do you. She said, no, I'm going to do you. Then... While she was doing my foot, I was, you know, I was full. I'm like, she, you know, I'm thinking all deep. I'm like, yeah, because she, she know where we going at. So she want to make sure her, her man feet good. So, you know, when I walk this thing out and, and Jesus footprints, you know, he, you know, she want to make sure. All right. All right. Sure. Right. Yeah. 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 She said, yeah, you need this way better than the worst than I do. But what? Yeah. Feel these heels. These heels hard. They were though. So, you you did my feet because my feet needed it more than your feet. Well, that as well. I had to tell the truth, but I got you. I told you I got you. She she did. And didn't your feet feel better? She did. It did. It we did. have a couple more steps that we have to do to the process. It did, but I was real deep. I was praying for her while she was dying. There, she was sitting on the floor, y'all. My wife don't get on no floor. She don't do that. We got a carpet in our in our front room, and she was sitting on the floor. And I was just looking down at her, and you know, 
many blessings. The Lord rests and breathes in your life. Let you be blessed from the crown of your head to the soul of your feet. Never again, because your feet feel this. And she was like, them feeling mm -hmm. all that down there. That's just hard. You can strike a match on it. What? Babe. I said, so you, I, so you did. Yeah, you had need this worse than I need. I, yeah, I prayed the prayer. I prayed. The, I, what am I talking about? I prayed. I told you the truth. I know what I was, I think, I, okay, so I had lost my train of thought. I appreciate your prayers and your blessings. I just needed to tell you the truth about your feet, <laughs> sir. And so that's what, uh, that's I, what I did. I be on it with my feet because, you know. That's what we did, y'all. And because when you have feet that are in that state, and you continually allow them to get like that, it can cause trauma in your marriage. I'm just hold my hand, hold my hand, hold my hand. I'm gonna give you these feet. Hold my, well, they they feel good now, so I hold them now. Um, I'm just playing. Trauma no, because we're talking about trauma tonight. Um, we're talking about trauma. Um, mm. trauma loops as uh, my husband calls them we're talking about trauma um, how they can create negative patterns in relationships how they can show up in your marriage and because you haven't dealt with them or may not know how to deal with them they show up and so that's what we're talking about tonight because we are we've ex we've been able to been speaking with some of our couples about um, you know, some couples that we deal with, some that we've dealt with, uh, they run into that issue when they, um, you know, start telling us about, you know, pet different patterns mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so, um, we always end up in the conversation with them about showing them that how it was, um, now traumas manifesting and and coming up in, in in other areas of their relationship, and because like like um, I just said, maybe they didn't realize that's that's what it was. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, they'll agree when we explain what it is, but they you know may not have known that that was the term for it, um, or they sometimes get stuck on trying to figure out how to get out of that pattern. I think. Um, I believe we shared this on a previous podcast about um, how I dealt with, uh, how I didn't even realize that it was one for me, and um, me, um, us going through through a situation, and my reaction to it was, you know, what my reaction was, it was to a it. Trigger, yeah. yeah, it was a trigger, and so you know, after Johnny you know, it's calmed me down and explained to me what was going on. And we were able to talk about it. I was able to talk about it and, you know, pretty much like put it where it went so that it wouldn't, you know, impact, you know, me anymore. Um, but I, I really, you know, in that case, I really appreciate you for um, breaking that down to me because that could have went so many ways. <laughs> Yeah. It really could have because I was in a full fledged weep. She was. Um <clears throat> and so let me tell you all, um, just give a preface. Um, Mobe is a great 
um, teacher, this area in particular, I like how he breaks it down for our couples. And so I want him to share some of that. And we'll just, you know, do a summation of it. Um, the article that I found to help us out with it or that we'll pull from some of the stuff from is Psychology Today. Um, and it's about how traumas can create negative patterns in relationships. Um, when they are unresolved, they can create challenging challenges in communication, intimacy, as well as trust. And so um, I'll do a preface and then I'll um, throw it to you, okay? All right. Um, traumas are extreme life events that threaten your physical or psychological survival. Um, a percentage of people who experience traumas have clinically diagnosed noticeable post-traumatic stress disorder, but many more have trauma-related symptoms like psychological reactivity to triggers, panic attacks, chronic anxiety, feelings of anger or, num or numbness, or a loss of trust. And so um, when you think about trauma or when we talk about trauma, it can be different things, um, past abuse in relationships, um, like chronic stress that was never resolved, um, just different things that have, um, uh, they even use in here, babe, military combat. Yeah. Um, they use, um, and you know, to, to really, really, um, big, big trauma from all types of abuse and, 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 and even growing up in dysfunctional families can cause, you know, traumas that we don't, that we may experience in childhood and then get to our adult or grow up and get to and get to our adulthood, but have never been able to deal with it or never knew what it was so we could deal with it. Um, and it says these um, these trauma uh, like reactions um, and success, it's going through these things can lead to trauma like reactions and susceptibility to emotional triggering and then reactivity. Um, they. Uh, Professionals who work in this area um, say whether it's um, they they I guess label the the type of traumas mm -hmm. um, as little t traumas uh, to differentiate them from the big t traumas yeah. of you know I guess on severity of trauma. Yeah. Um, but it says either way, either one of these these traumas, whether it's big t or little t can affect your relationship yeah. and how you um, react with your spouse, how you engage or disengage or, you know, with your spouse, your children, your family. Um, when these things, when a trigger happens and you could be fine one moment again, and then something triggers it. And then, you know, as I stated, I was in, you know, a full week, but, um, uh, Thing, the first thing that they talk about is um, what are, you know, like what are triggers? You want to just talk about that a little bit of yeah. what those triggers could be? So um, so real life stuff. So the little T trigger, and this is the thing that psychologists usually use to differentiate the different ones. Basically to explain to you that Trauma can come from anything. Mm -hmm. Anything can be a trauma. So, like my like my wife was saying, that the one time that she missed the water bill when we first moved here, 
and she didn't know how she did. That's a little T trauma because it, it was times when we, you know, we couldn't pay our water bill or couldn't pay a bill. But she, once we got here, she never wanted that to happen, but it triggered. So yeah. us coming home and not being able to turn the water on and it ran, it triggered you. Yeah. And and it was a we were doing deal, we were not dealing with the same company from where we moved from. Yeah. So this was a new company. Mm-hmm. So where the trauma happens is, you know, most people, and this is the thing, you don't know it's a trauma until you run run up on the trigger. The trigger connects the trauma with what happened to you. So although that we got through that and it was tough, but in your mind, it was a trigger that takes you and the trigger. All the trigger does is shoots you back to that, Mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. So you still got all that stuff in your head and your mind and everything else. So the little tease, I can say this, you don't really know that it's a trauma until your body and you respond differently in a different place. So we are in a different place now, but she didn't know that was a trauma. She didn't even know that was in her until it actually happened. <laughs> right. And then it triggered her and shot her back to the past, and that's what it was. Now, the big T trauma, my dad, he, I think my dad served in like three <coughs> different wars. And the last one was when we had the war in Iraq. And, you know, I've never seen any trauma what i'll say i didn't recognize if it was any when i lived when i grew up in my parents house so um i just knew certain things happened and you know i just you know i have to figure it was relationship stuff between couples but um this last this last tour my dad been on when he came back um he was home for a while and he was going you know to get treated PTSD um and you know in our me and my dad relationship now you know we hug because he he used to hug me but it's not like it is now and Mm -hmm. you know I usually kiss him on his cheek or his head forehead or whatever the case is and you know since I've been doing that when he left he came back and I remember him being on the couch and he fell asleep and I walked over, I came to, I went to their house, and when I walked in, I hugged and kissed my mom, and then I walked over to my dad to lean over just to kiss him on his forehead. Yeah, that that almost became, that joker had me, before I knew it, he had me in some kind of hole, and I was like, Daddy! He had me jacked up, boy. He like, boy, you can't do that. My mom was like, hey, you gotta be careful when you walk up on him. So that, that whole trauma there is, that's the big trauma because what has happened in his life, what he has seen, what he has been through when he was in that environment is still with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's the, the, the trigger was somebody walking up in his space and he didn't, he didn't know or recognize that I was walking in his space. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, because he's lived that life, three tours and all that, that's a part of him now. Yeah. So, you know, the treatment is to kind of help him help his mind shift shift uh cuz I don't think stuff like that I I don't believe that type trauma ever leaves a person. Um not after doing 3 cuz that's it's 
Just being in a war is a traumatic. And death and yeah, it's and traumatic. All those things, yeah. So you know, but I think what happens is they help him. They help people with PTSD to cope with it. So when the trigger happens, if some type of residue or something happens and the trigger happens, then they're able to control or stop the response to it. Because most people, most people who have trauma, the big T, they just react because that became a part of them because they was in something for so long. So it's almost like the the bad, the the good and the bad, they don't know the difference between it. Mm-hmm. They just know that it's different. It's not this. And if anything in the bad residue, whatever the case is, if a trigger happens, then it all goes to the bad. And then everything that you've been through doing that comes back up. Mm-hmm. So um, now I'm going to tell you this. I We talked to couples that have trauma. You do, you know, them big traumas, the dick, the, the big traumas, the big T traumas, you do need to get, you do need to get some type of therapy for it mm-hmm. and treatment. But let me tell you the other part of that. You need to go to God and you need to allow him to heal you from that stuff. That's a big part of it. The treatment helps you to cope with it. Mm-hmm. God gets rid of it. That's the difference. He, he can literally renew your mind and your heart to a different place to where it's not even a part of your life anymore. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in 2023 society, you know, stuff happens crazy all around us. And, you know, we just live with it. We just live with it. Yeah. So um, most people who haven't been to a war or nothing, anything like that, they don't usually go get help. Um, a lot of people who are in a, a real deep trauma who might have been abused when they was a child or, you know, molested when they was a child or whatever the case may be, as long as their life now doesn't include that, they feel like they've moved past mm-hmm. until and never something dealt with triggers it. it. Yeah. And then everything comes back. And then now because in your mind that would never happen to you again, your response is defense. And most of the time, it's an aggressive defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, it's, it's just saying that um, when you don't deal with it, you know, because you think so much, maybe so much time has passed since it actually happened, yeah. and maybe that trigger ha- ha- hasn't happened or anything like that. It was just saying it's – it's it. the article is saying um, it can lead you, especially if you're in a relationship – um, and you're in a or you're in a marriage with someone, and you haven't dealt with it, or you've just tucked it away and think that it'll never surface again. And it does. It can cause you, like like you were just saying, to to you know to lash out, yeah, to um, be mean to your spouse, to scream, lose control, feel feel overwhelmed, oh, shut yeah. down, and then that in in turn leads to your your spouse feeling attacked, abandoned, rejected, um, which then trick is going, you know, begin yeah. to cause them uh, to have tra- some type of trauma yeah. because of your response to trauma that you never dealt with. Yeah. And so they, it was just literally saying that the cycle will 
um, will continue because now the the thing the the one thing that you may have went through um, has caught has now come up as a trigger, and because either you thought you were okay from it, maybe never didn't rem- didn't know didn't realize that it was still there, yeah. or just didn't want to deal with it. Now that's causing you to act a certain way. Um, to cause negative, trauma. right? To cause trauma. To now to cause trauma at to right. someone else, right? Absolutely. And that's the and Absolutely. that's yeah, and that's the thing. Traumas. Remember, remember, we talked about perspective, and perspective is so powerful that you know that it's hard to tell someone who does not get treated that what they've been what they've been through. Is their truth, mm-hmm. but it's not the truth. Right. It is a different way. Most people feel like when trauma, as long as they're not seeing it, feeling it, dealing with it, they're in a different atmosphere, they're in a different place, different mm-hmm. state, city, whatever it is, then they feel like I'm away from what happened to me. Mm-hmm. That stuff is embedded. Yeah. The trauma, the trauma happens to you physically or whatever the case is. The actual action happens to you, but the trauma is the seed that's sold in your mind, and you can remember stuff. And if that's not, if you don't get healing from that, if you don't get treated for that, then that part, it just get compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. And you feel like because you don't see it, you're not in the atmosphere, you know, the, the people you with are not nothing like the people you were with before, but you don't really know the people. And then, you know... If your husband or your wife, whoever been, was traumatized, says something or does something, or you know, because being with somebody for a long time, you know, you, stuff changes. There's levels that you go through mm-hmm. as a couple and as mm-hmm. a person that changes. You like this, you don't like this no more. I like this touch, don't touch me here no more. I can't mm-hmm. stand that. You know, it's just different things. And you can be married for. 5, 10, 15 years with no triggers, and then all of a sudden, it's a trigger. Yeah. And then your response is, whatever that is, with, which exposes your partner to a trigger. So then you both live in your life mm-hmm. out of, per, of a perspective that is your truth, but it's not, it, it, it not necessarily the truth. Right. So right. it's always the core of a thing that you have to deal with when when it comes to like trauma and mental it's it's the core of a thing that you got to deal with. Most people treat the layers and that don't that gets you by <coughs> day to day until something else happens and triggers it. So you yeah. have to definitely get like in-depth treat, treatment. And just to piggyback off that um the article was also sharing that um Traumas that are unprocessed or that's ongoing, um, serious chronic stressors can cause the primitive brain networks involved in survival and threat response to hijack your brain into a fight, flight, or freeze state. Oh, yeah. Right? And so um, it says if one of these responses help you survive, you know, the, the variety of childhood trauma, um, your brain will give you that type of response um, we'll give that type of response priority and automatically generate you to fight, flee, or freeze. Yep. And so briefly we'll go over that. Of course, you know, fighting, you're attacking your partner verbally or physically, um, blaming them for everything that goes on, um, you know, being contemptful to them, 
controlling, demanding, not letting things go or flight, you you just don't want to deal with it. And yeah. so you 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 run, you leave. Um, whether it be for good, whether it be temporarily, um, you act com- in com- impulsively and turn away from them, whether it's um, from intimacy or emotional situations with them, just to strike, you say, put it into that room. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not dealing with it. Um, and the last one is, is freeze. You feel helpless, unable to act, or you completely shut down, and there's a complete disconnect, which now affects your partner, how we were just sharing that yeah. would. Yeah. And out of all those, I, I would say the freezing part. So the freezing part, all this is detrimental to a relationship. Right. But right. the freezing part is definitely is um, because if something happens and it triggers your partner and you completely shut down, don't talk, don't say anything, you're moving different, your posture's different, yeah. you're responding different, and if it takes you a while to come back from out of that, then your partner is thinking, you don't want me no more, I, I right. upset you, right. um, I ain't sexy to you, no, because this, when the shutdown happens, this in all areas. So we ain't talking, we ain't hugging, we ain't touching, we ain't having sex. No intimacy. I ain't cooking yeah. for you. You know, it, it's just nothing. We going places in a separate cause. It's 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 huge. So that that's the trauma that causes your partner to believe that they're not enough for you, or you don't want them, or it be called it it it's a um self esteem thing. Mm-hmm. So you know especially if you've been together for a long time. Um, most of the time when this happens in a young relationship, um, one 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 of you will usually get compliments or are getting compliments from somebody else. And so you just, you just gravitate more to the compliments than you do the value of the relationship that you actually have, that you married and, you know, you started a family and you have a home and, you know, but the motive will be, the reaction to that will be, you know, I, I want to be told that I'm pretty. I want to be told that I'm handsome. I want to be told I smell good. I want to be told I treat somebody good. The, that that part is definitely a part that, you know, we need as humans. Um but if you're not getting that from your spouse because of a trigger that traumatized them and they never say nothing, they just shut down, then I, in my opinion, that's the one of the most traumatic that I would say that would be number one on my list as far as the traumatic um, reaction to the relationship because it's, it's like we're here and we're loving each other and we whispering sweet nothings and then now – you walk in the house and you don't even look at me. You won't say nothing. <laughs> Acknowledge me. I ask you mm-hmm. something, you just ain't saying nothing. Yeah. So I think that's the most detrimental. Of course, the the flight, the the fight one is is detrimental as well. Yeah. Um, All of them are because yeah, and, they, they're just different responses. And the fight does in the not. Moment. The fight doesn't necessarily mean a physical fight. Um, that is included, but sometimes it's mean a, a fight of words. Yeah. So you Raging say, bl- at them, blaming yeah. them. So you say a lot of stuff. Expressing contempt, control, demanding. Yeah. Or just holding on to things longer than you normally would. 
yeah. So, yeah, something that, you know, we might do together and we've always, you know, counted this time and this place and, you know, to be special. Now, you know, now it's macro, micromanaging now. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. It's no conversation. We just ain't doing mm-hmm. it. We're not Control. doing that. Yeah, so, they, you know, yeah, that, that's maybe. what the deal. Yeah, so um, the freezing part is the person being frightened. So that's that's detrimental as well because once you freeze, it's like a a fear. It's a fear that you don't want to move forward. So now it seems like you're afraid or intimidated by your your spouse so the, all these are detrimental to relationships yeah every last one of them yeah because if somebody you know you bring something up and somebody want to knuckle up with you uh they want to argue with you all the time then detrimental that's that's self that that would destroy a relationship if you freezing if you're afraid of somebody then you you disconnect you pull away you move different you you make plans with them that they they're not a part. You know you make plans that they're not a part of, or uh, you think they're out for you, or they're bullying you, or it's, it's just so many different things. So your perspective changes about your spouse. The perspective, and remember what we said: the power of perspective is is it's a powerful, powerful thing. And the reason it's so powerful because your perspective is what you live through. And how you survived it. So for somebody to come and tell you that, hey, you know, I, this this is not the right way to do it, then that can cause an argument. Yeah. Because you don't know what I've been through. And that's the statement most people say. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what it took for me to get here. You don't know da-da-da-da-da. And they give all this stuff. And we got that. You're strong. And we applaud you for that. But let's think about it like this. My wife loves to come to me and she says, anytime she disagrees with me, this is what she'll say. Babe, consider this. And I'm always open. Now, she can come to me and say, I don't think that's right or whatever. We're in a place now that, you know, we'll talk about it. But because of how she brings it to me, it's less talk. If she catch me on the wrong day and she tell me I'm wrong, then I'm going to be like, no, you ain't finna tell me I'm wrong because this is what I did and I did research on this and da-da-da-da-da. So she's created a different way to approach me that doesn't take them 12 seconds for me to get all that out. It takes I, your guard down. Yeah, There's so no defense she there. said, babe, consider this. And then I'm all ears. And then when she says it, I'll be like, huh, that is a good idea. So what if we do that and then do this? So it's it's a different way, but it's all in the communication of how you do it. Right. Um. Let's let's get to a couple other things because I wanted to be able to, us to be able to get this in as well. Um, the trauma can cause shame as well, especially this one. Mm. Um, it makes shame makes it difficult for you to even hear, um, like con- uh, well-meaning constructive criticism. Um, you're likely to respond defensively because, of course. You don't want your flaws to be exposed. Right. And so it's a shame. Shame makes you want to give up on relationships rather than fight for them. So you, you know, that shame will cause you um, to, to maybe turn to different um, types of alcohol, drugs, or just whatever. Yeah. But shame is another one of the things that they talked about um, as far as shame, shame based responses is another one of the things that was talked about 
um, in the, the ways that traumas can negatively affect your romantic relationships, your marriages. Yeah. Um, sh- shame is a, that's, that's a doozy because when someone feels shameful, then of course, all those things are going to happen. They are going to shut down. Yeah. They are going to turn away, pull back. They are going to, um, not engage fully or, um, find a way to, um, some flee, you know, um, to, to fight against what the partner is trying to do, even if it's coming from a good place. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. So shame. Once shame sets in. Yeah. All this is, all this are, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Stronghold. All these are strongholds. Um, shame is a, is a, is a big one. All these are, are big strongholds, but shame is a huge one mm-hmm. because most of the time it's a, it's a double hit. So it's, it's the freezing, the fight and the flee all in one instead of separately. So it's the don't, and I've always said this, just think about, just think about to give you to to give you a picture of what it is, just think about you breaking your arm and the bone the bone is exposed out of the skin. That's a pretty big break. And you don't go to the doctor. You just kind of try to push the bone back in and then you wrap it up. But then your body automatically protects this area of your body more than any other area on you. So if anybody look like they're about to touch it or grab it or whatever the case, pull on it, you know, automatically you slapping their hand and you moving or you moving it out of the way or whatever the case is. That's what all this stuff is. That's what shame does. So this mm-hmm. this one area, you you got access to everything on me besides this area here. You don't need to know what's wrong with it. All you need to know is I don't use it like I used to. And it is it's, you just don't touch it. So you don't talk about it. So. But when somebody, if you're with somebody who wants to know and wants to know, you know, well, why you never let me touch your arm? Is something wrong with it? Um, do you need help with it? How can I help you? And then once the questions start, then that's when the flea part happens. First, the fight happens. You don't need to know about that. I gave you 98% of my body. Now you want the other two parts. Why you just can't live with what I gave you? And you all da 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 da. And then. If it continues, then they're like, yeah, you're not the person I need to be with because you're not going to see this. You're yeah. not going to see it. You're not going to touch it. You're not going to see it because yeah. you're going to look at me different. And that's the that's what shame is. You're going to look negative, at negative because another one of it is negative beliefs about the relationship. Yeah. So not, that's what you're, you went into. So I just wanted to throw that yeah. in there. But then that's when that talk of the relationship ain't what it seemed to be. And, yeah. You're not you know, the person not I thought you, you were. Right, and, right, 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 know, right. Yeah. Yeah, because now and that, you that are, causes that causes trauma with the the other one. That's the little t trauma because now I'm feeling yeah. like you got something to hide. Yeah. So if you don't want me, if you want me to touch every area of your life, even the important ones, even the ones that we believe that makes it happen, but this one little area over here, this pinky, what's going on with that pinky? Why you got? Why you won't let that? Let me see that. You ain't got to see that. Just leave that alone. That causes trauma. So now the trust part come in. Now I can't trust you. I got 98% of you, but them 2% mm, making me think I can't trust you now because yeah. you're hiding something. Yeah. 
Yeah. So all all of that, y'all. All of that. Because all of them literally tie into one another. And you'll experience one or some of them when not dealing with traumas that have lingered for years and years and years that you thought you were okay. That you just, you know, you're older, so that was when you were younger. But in all actuality, from having experienced it myself, um, it, you know, it can become, um, it can manifest later. And if you, you know, don't talk about it, don't, you know, deal with it. The, you know, mine was, I, you know, I think you said like a little T. Yeah. And so we were able to um, talk about it and, you know, he was able to show it to me for what it was and say like, you know, it's okay. This is just a mistake that happened. It's not, you know, we had the money to pay it. It was, you know, just a, a new system that we, a new company that we were um, dealing with. And so their billing and their systems were different from the one we had just moved from. Um, the other thing that I want to share is about that it, the traumas can also lead people to, to choose unhealthy partners um, as well as stay with unhealthy partners. And so um, that also can show up where because you've had and trauma has been a part of your life for so long, you attract unhealthy people yeah. without even realizing it. Or you get into a relationship and then, you know, you don't, you, you, you know that it's not healthy and it hasn't been from the beginning, but because of the traumas you feel may feel like you just have to tolerate it. Maybe because nobody else is going to deal with me or nobody else is going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, nobody else is going to, you know, kind of, you know, just deal with my stuff or my junk. So you make excuses for staying in an unhealthy relationship so as well. This this is what we always tell our or couples. Or dysfunctional, should I say. You know, if you live, if you grew up a certain way, and any, so you, through life, you get tools. Whether they're good, bad, ugly, and different, you get tools. And if you're giving all bad tools, and you use bad tools, you get a couple of things in your life that doesn't look like where you came from or doesn't look like what you've been through or doesn't look like, you know, whatever the case is. The the thing that this does is if you don't have nothing else to pull from, and this this goes back to getting the actual treatment, the the therapy, you know, going to God, this this all has everything to do with it. If you don't get the treatment, when you get in situations, then it's, at some point in time, you're going to have to use something. And if you don't have no new tools, healthy tools to use, then you're going to probably use what you got. Mm -hmm. So yeah. a lot of people feel like because they've been through a whole bunch of stuff at, from their childhood, regardless of what the situation is, and then they get to a different place in their life, and now it looks different. We're not living in a one bedroom um, in a bad neighborhood. You know, we're living in the suburban nine. You know, we got, you know, a nice house. We got Where three we bedrooms, in? suburbans. Oh. What I say? Suburbians? Suburbs? Suburbs nine. Sure. Yeah. That was a. You know. that was, yeah, that was a little bit anyway, shady. It's okay. The suburbs nine, and everything that looked like what you've been through has changed. And this, I probably can teach on this a lot. So mm -hmm. this is how, this how the devil, 
the enemy uses stuff because he has the same inner goal is to isolate you, to disconnect you, but he dresses this up different. So it looks different, which means you feel like you are different. But then once you get in it, you have all the same stuff that you had before mm-hmm. that you're using. Yeah. This is this is a, a saying um, that said your your skills and your talent can't can take you where your character can't keep you. It's the core thing in you that helps you move forward in stuff. And if you're not willing to get the help, then yep. what you see is not is real, but it's not real because you feel like because it's a different atmosphere, a different place, a different all these things, then surely I cannot go through what I've been through before because it don't look nothing like that. The money different, all this other stuff. But then when you get in it, if you have not equipped yourself with the new tools and gotten Help. treatment with yep. it, then when you get there, you go use the same stuff that you lived in before in your new That's place. That's not going to work. Yeah. And so Johnny literally went into the the um, what the final thought that I that uh, we are going to give is seek out a mental health professional to get help. Whether I feel like whether it's a considered on a, a little t or a big t, you know, it says depending on the level of severity, get that help so you can because it is possible to live um, a healthy, fulfilling life. Yeah. And you can get the tools to deal with whatever that trauma was um, in your past, whether it was, you know, child abuse or, you know, mental, verbal, whatever abuse or whatever um, military situations, um, wars or anything that you've been in or what, whatever that is. Right. Um, this I just want to give this piece real quick. It says interpersonal traumas leave their legacy through enduring beliefs and patterns of behavior that make it more difficult for you to find and maintain genuinely loving and authentic relationships. By becoming aware of those, these patterns, you can begin to think and act differently, giving yourself more respect, protection, and self love. Cause that's very important and making wiser decisions about relationships, who to partner with, who to stay with, who you'll attract because you're healthier because you've gotten the help that you need to get the tools to react to the, the triggers, you know, when, when, and if they do come up again, um, it says you can learn to have, you can learn not to have relationship discussions when, when triggered and to feel increased self-worth that makes you less sensitized to conflict and rejection. And over time, you'll be less likely to overact when that thing comes up again. So it's important that you seek out the necessary help from mental health professionals. Like I said, some people trauma is deeper than others. You know, thank God, you know, we were able, you help, you were able to help me um, identify it and put it where it went at and deal with it to see that it wasn't what it looked like. Yeah. Um, And so for me, that was an easy one. I know there was a certain amount, and I'm I'm gonna say this real quick. You there was a time when you came home from working in Iraq, and we met up in Atlanta. Remember your flight came into Atlanta, yeah. and we drove me and the girls drove up with my dad, um, and then we followed them up, and um, we were you you came in, 
um, and you came to the hotel and we were getting ready to go to dinner. We left for dinner and you were driving and we were in Atlanta. Of course, traffic is busy and, and thick and all these things. And so it was, it was, um, almost evening if I remember correctly and a lot of traffic, people going in and out of lanes and it was, it was busy. So it was a lot. And so at one point, I was, because I hadn't seen my man in months, y'all, I was holding the right hand while he was driving with the left hand. And at one point when things just got a little hectic with people, um, and y'all know Atlanta traffic, um, there became a point to where your hand started trembling. And it scared me because I'm like, wait, what is going on? Like, this man is a a whole truck driver. So this 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 traffic ain't making him no he ain't nervous about the traffic. Um and so we would later talk about it and you know you would later share some of the things that you witnessed while over there. Yeah. Because we you know we it, he was over there when um during the time when the the war had first started and um had seen some things and that you know you would share with me later. Um but I'm glad that you were because in that moment I immediately you know just start praying you know, praying to myself for you yeah. because even though I didn't know the story at that time, I knew that there was some residue from what you had yeah. experienced while over there. Yeah. And so, like we said, just make sure that y'all reach out, you know, um, there are, um, I know one, um, there are different agencies in your city, um, for us, like, uh, United Way, Salvation Army. Um, you, I'm sure you can Google it mental health professionals in your city, um, some of those sites like Angie's List or Thumbtack or just what, what, wherever, just Google it to be able to find um, somebody who is a mental health professional um, that can help you get the help that you need so you can live a life um, free, free from always yeah. being triggered and not knowing how to deal with it. And that's, that's what the trauma loop is. When I was yeah. talking about from your old to the new, to the new, and then you find yourself every time you level up that your response is the same. You see in the same stuff. So that's the trauma loop. Your life is, we always talk about this, life is a, is a one-way journey because once today is gone, you can't get that back. You can make plans to do certain things, but you can't get that day back. So life is a one-way journey. And if you keep finding yourself back by this tree or this stone or this stump, or whatever the case is, and you can't seem to get out of it, that's when you know that's a trauma. That's a trauma loop. So if you don't if you don't think you are, but that keep happening to you, whether you're on you a job, whether that. you need to mm-hmm. look at that and evaluate mm-hmm. that. And do your research on whoever you choose to get help from. Yeah. Um I I, I do have several certifications that I'm good and I don't, I, I don't that I'm qualified to do stuff you've been trained so in, um, I, I yeah so if that. y'all want to reach out um, www.momentswiththemobly.com um, our website um, email us at info at momentswiththemobilies.com um, ask questions um, if you want to talk have a conversation I can even help we can even help you find somebody find some, in your yep. city um, I can do it. the research on it and everything, but yeah. the, the goal is to get you better, to right. get you guys better. Right. That's yeah. it. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a, no matter how, if it's the big T or the small T in the right. trauma, it's a real thing. And if you find yourself going through it over and over, 
That's called the trauma loop. You keep finding yourself no matter what situation, what how you level up in careers, job, whatever the case is, you just always find yourself in this place. Yeah. That's the trauma loop. There's that's that's a sign that yeah. you need some help. Yeah. Amen. So we hope this helped. And yeah, we know we kind of gave it to y'all uh, really quick, but I know that this is a topic that has been coming up a lot lately. I know that um, Johnny is extremely passionate about it um, when he talks about it. Um, he has more, he has um, training on a lot of those areas that deals with that. Um, and so I've learned from him as well as, um, you know, uh, the the things that we've talked about with couples and from a marital perspective yeah. um, when dealing with that. Um, and so you just get the help. Don't be sh ashamed. You know, don't be fearful. Um, you can be free from all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a 1962 Cadillac or a 2023 Cadillac, don't matter. It's brand new. One is old. You gotta go get all changed, period. It don't. It don't matter if it's a new the car or old car. Whatever you gotta. You go get an all change, not because something is wrong, Excuse but because me. that keeps the maintenance up on it. So this yeah. is what you have to do. It doesn't make you look a certain way. All that is, all that is the stronghold. If you feel like going to get help makes you look like you just ain't got it, or you silly or dumb or whatever the case is, that's the that's the stronghold. Yeah. You got to get to a place to where enough is enough and you know you're going through the same thing. If you're the common denominator in the thing and every single time something happens, it's the same thing. But you change people, you change circles, you change cities, and it happened again. That's a red flag. It's probably you. Go get some help. It's probably you. Yeah. And we got to go, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Mob stars, patrons, we appreciate y'all. All the love, all the support. Um, and again, with this one, um, we intentionally talked about this tonight. Yeah. Because it's been coming up a lot. Yeah. So. Make sure you subscribe, YouTube. If we've been any help to you at all, share it. Um, if we made you laugh, share it. If we made you cry, share it. Um, just share everything. Everything is on um, our website, All Things Mobley's, except for Twitter. Is it Twitter mm -hmm. or TikTok? Okay, Twitter. We are. And that is Mobley Moments. Mobley 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 Moments. Said. I got I don't it. Know say why goodbye. I can't say that together. It's been good. You got anything else, Mo? I'm good, baby. Thank y'all. This has been Moments with the Mobley's. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we steal something like ordinary stuff. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night-night.